0: Curios Emporium for Tarot Tuesday. Today we're going to talk about the Empress. This is the third step in the Fool's Journey. Remember that the Fool card begins at zero, so this card will be denoted either with the Roman or Arabic numeral three. We're looking at two different Empress cards, one from the classic Rider-Waite deck and another from the Everyday Witch deck you'll see a lot of similarities, but I'll also point out maybe a few differences here and there. So with the Empress card, I have always seen the Empress depicted as uh, presenting as female, often pregnant, though not always, and in nature. So the Empress to me is the convergence of the elements of earth and water. I tend to put those two together to represent in my mind sort of the feminine with that convergence in the card. I feel like it's often represented, you'll either actually see moving water somewhere in the image or you see, robust growth. The Empress is often placed outside in orchards or somewhere where there is a lot of life happening because the Empress represents that mother energy, the energy of actively creating life, of fertility, and it doesn't have to be biological. We're talking a lot about the energy here. So we're talking about the energy of creation, the energy of growing, the energy of fruitfulness. With the Empress, it is about living life. Not just in the, not just the actual creation of, but living life. So when the Empress comes into your reading, it is oftentimes very positive. It is oftentimes a message either reminding you to live your life, to make the most of what you have. It is a message that abundance is coming into your life. It represents not the process of acquiring resources, but that those resources are springing forth. So if you remember with the high priestess, we're faced with delving into those deeper mysteries of obtaining wisdom. Well, this is the, the break almost. This, the empress reminds us, okay, but unchain yourself from your desk, remove yourself from your studies every now and then, go out and live life. Go out and experience life. Remember how we talked about if you get stuck in high priestess mode, you might find yourself becoming overly dogmatic. You might find yourself becoming removed from the mundane. And mundane is not always bad, but being removed from reality in such a way where you forget the value of just feeling that sunshine on your skin, of tasting the sweetness of the fruits that the earth has to offer us, dipping your feet into cool running water on a hot day or snuggling up under a comfy blanket with a cup of tea in the depths of winter. If we can move away from those things, we are losing a very necessary connection for our physical selves because we are spirit and we are, we are of the physical realm and we have to honor that by feeding the needs of our entirety, and the empress is there to remind you of that. The empress can represent creative forces. So in the process of living life, joy is a product of creation. Joy is is both the creative process and the end product, and it is okay to honor that. The empress can remind us about self-care. The empress in today's day and age is telling you that you are not meant to be a wage slave, that you are not meant to only labor for the gains of others. The Empress reminds you that you are whole and complete and deserve good things in your life, that you deserve fruitfulness, that you deserve bounty, that when you have put in the work, you deserve to take a rest. And this is, resting is an active process. It is not always coming home and switching on Netflix. In fact, the empress, when you are honoring and fulfilling the the call of the empress, that's not what you're doing. You are experiencing active leisure. If you notice in the picture I'm going to be putting up in the classic Rider-Waite, the empress is setting, but she has still... While a relaxed posture, it is also an engaged posture. She is not completely lounging. She is still engaged and she is still holding her scepter, which represents her sovereignty, her divine feminine in the Everyday Witch deck she is standing. She has her um, animal companions with her and she is cradling a very heavy um, pregnant stomach. It's representing that abundance that she has to offer and she is holding her scepter aloft. The red stone um, noted by Deborah Blake, the author of the cards, I guess you could say. Not the artist, but the author. The artist is Elizabeth Alba. The red represents it's supposed to be like a ruby representing like blood, our life force. So honoring the power of our blood, but you see active, engaged leisure. So it can be talking with friends, like reconnecting with people. I'm an introvert. So I fully understand the desire to, Hey, I just want to stay at home. That's where all my stuff lives. I just want to tune out Watch Netflix nonstop. And have I done that? Absolutely. And there is nothing wrong with that if you keep it balanced. The Empress is calling you to engage in joy, not to engage in an emptying of self, but to replenish because there is a difference in utilizing leisure as a way of emptying yourself out and engaging in leisure so that you are replenishing your energy, so that you are Nourishing aspects of yourself that need to be nourished. And you can a hundred percent obtain that by watching a couple shows on Netflix. Maybe you are somebody that you've just got to watch The Good Place every now and then or The Office or Supernatural or something that will make you feel anyway besides how you've been feeling. And that's okay. Just make sure that it is truly nourishing. The Empress wants you to Live your life in a way that is nourishing you to step outside for a hot second. And if it's summertime and you are living where I'm living, it is hot. It is a very hot second, though by the time this is up, maybe it'll be cooler. But step outside and let that sun touch you just for a bit to find one beautiful thing outside that you can just admire for the sake of its existence. And as witches, especially hey. You techno witches and you urban witches, you are valid and you are a witch just as much as I am. But we still all need to take time as humans to put our feet on the soil and to feel the vitality of the earth, to feel the grounding and that foundation. As our bones are earth, so too do we need our spirit, our spirit's skeletal structure to make contact with the earth. We need to dip our hands in that running water. We need to be reminded that we are beings of emotion and we are capable of wearing away the rough parts of this world with patience and being steadfast, just as water can carve its way through rock. We need to remind ourselves that we are capable of healing, just as water as an element represents healing, it represents the purification of sweeping away that which does not serve. And the Empress calls us to remember those things. And the Empress calls us to rejoice in the things that earth and water can bring to us bite into an apple, have a freaking salad, you know, like do something, nourish your body and nourish your spirit and do it in play. The Empress is reminding us of the value of play. She is a mother figure who is coming to say, honey, let's play a game. Let's do something fun. She's reminding us what laughter is. She is reminding us, of other ways of experiencing joy. So the Empress, if you can't tell, I feel very strongly that the Empress is a figure we we neglect in the craft very often. We are so busy honing our craft or engaging in our witchy aesthetic, but also having to live out sort of our muggle life that we forget what the empress is offering because the empress is offering and calling to us to connect with and engage in something that is sometimes skipped over in the process of our craft and that is definitely skipped over in the process of our day-to-day sort of mundane life. No part of working your nine-to-five in all likelihood involves engaging in the world in the way that the empress is calling you to engage. If it is, that's awesome. Like if you work with children, you might just be the empress. You know, if you work with children, then you are familiar with that need to play and the learning that comes along with it because the empress is not about, as I said, idle leisure. Something comes about, there is a learning. She reminds us that when we first started learning, we were learning through play. We were learning through exploring the world with our senses. And she comes to us with that mothering energy to remind us to re-engage in the world the way that we did as children because that means of engagement, it was the first way we learned and it should remain one of the primary means through which we learn and experience the world the way that we grow in our craft, the way that we grow as people, to play, to be joyful, to immerse ourselves in that present moment. And she is here as that wonderful mother energy to remind us that it's okay to play, to give us permission, to ask us to please give ourselves permission to play and to be joyful. Just because you're an adult, doesn't mean you should suddenly neglect the the child within you because you are always a child to something. To some experience, you are like a child. To some people, you are like a child. And that doesn't mean a disrespect for who you are. It doesn't mean that they are looking at you in in a negative way. It is good to still recognize the ways in which we are still children and to honor that. And to any <laughs> spiritual entity, we are children. If you engage in any kind of like work with deities or work with spirit guides or ancestors, you are their children. You are still a child to them. So Oftentimes, while they are going to try to teach you in whatever way you are most receptive, the way that you could truly be the most receptive is to honor that inner child aspect of yourself and to learn as you did as a child in front of whomever was that mothering figure in your life, that positive mothering figure. And not everybody experiences that. Not everybody grew up with a positive mothering figure. And so the Empress card can be a challenge in that case. That was an experience for me learning what the Empress was about until I was working with children. So while I did not intuitively have that experience myself growing up, I learned what it was to be the Empress and in turn what having the Empress in my life would look like. So it's okay if you have to come to some of these experiences, some of these archetypes a different way. And remember that to be a mother does not mean to be a biological woman. It does not mean to have given birth. There are countless ways in which somebody is a a mother figure. Anybody is capable of that energy and everybody has that energy in them to some degree if this comes up in your reading look at where it is landing perhaps it is telling you how to approach the situation or it is telling you of an energy coming into your life and it is guiding you in how to when i say approach a situation how to address it like maybe it's saying relax and engage with this as a mother would engage with a child or engage with this as a child and let that mothering energy of the universe guide you. While I am waxing poetic and saying so many just joyful and positive things, let's go ahead and address the negative aspect of the empress because this is part of our journey. It is a singular archetype and we are meant to embody a multiplicity of archetypes, and we are meant to continue on the journey. So for the Empress, the danger is playing too much. You have to still re-engage in the world in a more somber way from time to time. It is okay to experience melancholy. Melancholy is a means through which we can explore pain or just Know how to be unhappy, but still feel safe and still feel secure. And the Empress can turn into running away from that. You never want to run away from bad experiences. It is something where, sure, seek safety for the initial moment. Allow yourself time to heal, but then learn how to work through it. And the Empress can start representing like this desire to escape or an imbalance in yourself if you are completely neglecting any masculine energy that you need to be addressing that you need to be utilizing to move a situation forward the empress like i said it can be too much play but it can also mean somebody who is not respecting the control that you need in your life whether it is you not asserting the control you need in your life or somebody else that is overly mothering you. The Empress is not our stopping point. So while it shows up in a reading, this is where you lean into your intuition. You say, what is the Empress telling me in this situation? And you will be able to determine based on the other cards that are around. If you get the Empress and you get like 10 of cups and you get the world, like, everything is going great. I don't know what you are asking, but oh my gosh, it is going great for you. That would be home and hearth and all things wonderful. And the Empress does speak to home, to community. The Empress speaks to everyone working in concert. It's not just all fun and play. It is also that harmony. The Empress helps to bring harmony, because the magician, that's the tools, that's learning the practicum. The high priestess, that's the wisdom that is digging deeper and drawing forth the intuition necessary to utilize the tools and to know when the tools should be used. And the empress is saying, now let's all take a break and play and be one and be together and be happy. So I hope that This was beneficial. I will start rambling on and on because the Empress is such a fun card and it's one of those opening cards where you really kind of feel super groovy when it hits. At least that's kind of my experience. Like the High Priestess, I'm like, oh, yes, such mystique. But there's something about getting that Empress in a reading or working on embodying the Empress. And I think it's because we have such a lack of that energy in our day-to-day lives. Most of us do. We have such a lack of that energy that it's one that I'm extra jazzed to get when I get a reading. So I will start going on and on. So I want to hear from you. Tell me what you think about the Empress. Do you have a preconceived notion? Are you somebody that this discussion really spoke to that you're like, oh, yeah, I definitely need more play in my life. Do you have a completely different perspective of the Empress? I would love to hear it. You can reach out to me. Um, I am available on Gmail at mad.mags.curios.emporium at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your thoughts. So f- please feel free to reach out and let me know what you think. And in the meantime... Find your balance, be your best self, and take no shit.